Is the U.S. losing the global race for science and technology leadership? Welcome back to Textonation. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us are Mary Woolley, President and CEO of Research America, and Sudeep Parikh, CEO of the American Association for the Advancement of Science. Thank you both for joining us. Pleasure. Thanks for having us. Well, the Science and Technology Action Committee is out with a new report on this issue. You are the co-chairs. Tell us what some of the findings are. Uh, I don't know who wants to go first. Maybe Mary? Sure. So among the findings is the rather shocking news that the workforce in this country that we surveyed as part of our preparation for this report overwhelmingly understands and is concerned about the fact that the U.S. is losing our global leadership in science and technology. And this includes the workforce that works in science and technology, so has an up-close and personal appreciation of what it takes to be a leader. And the U.S. has long been a global leader, but that is at risk in a very serious way right now. And people may think that this is not their concern, but it's actually a kitchen table issue when you think about it, because good jobs and more and more jobs will be dependent on our ability to train, first educate and train the workers of tomorrow. And it's time for us to step up instead of taking progress for granted. I mean, there's a perception, I suppose, that you've got these huge companies like Google and Microsoft and Apple and, uh, of course, uh, Tesla and the variety of companies owned by Elon Musk, all based in the in the U.S. So what's what's the problem, uh, Sudeep? Uh, it's a great point. And it, what we're living on is their investments of the past. Um, those companies uh, are wonderful. They're part of an enormous ecosystem here in the United States that has served us incredibly well. The challenge is, is that that leadership that brought those companies into being, either being born here or making investments here, that ecosystem falters when the heat and the light that comes from federal investment in the sciences uh, is broken. And that is the challenge that we face, is that um, it's not about today, it's about tomorrow. And that you see that in the survey results. The workers of America are worried about their children and their grandchildren. They are worried that they're gonna be worse off than they have been. And that is because they see this, um, uh, this trend towards stewardship and not leadership. We've gotta be leaders. We can't be also rands. If you're an also rand, you don't get the Googles, you don't get the Teslas, you don't get these amazing companies, you don't get the startups uh, that are really bringing innovation to the country. You know, the U.S. federal funding for science and technology has actually declined as a percentage of GDP, right, over the past decades. That's right. And um, at one time, it was very close to 2%, the federal investment, 2% of GDP. Um, but now it's sunk to um, about 0.07%. Uh, and we've got to do better. Because as, as Sudip was saying, we're, we're, we can't just keep running on the fumes of the past. You know, history isn't a plan for the future. Um, hope is not a plan for the future. We need a real plan, a strategic plan. And we're calling on the leaders of our government to get to work on that plan, make it happen, and be more efficient and drive progress faster. We're capable of it. We have plenty of smart people in this country. We can do it. 
but we can't do it um, at a, on the last second approach. We tried that um, and lost our lead in several um, key um, industries, including semiconductors. And we can't do that again. We're done with, with uh, being last. We're going to be first. There, there are those who would argue, you know, what's, what's the role of the federal government here? We, isn't, isn't this a private industry uh, battle? Yeah, we're in a world where it's not just the United States. It used to be that the United States was the single behemoth in terms of federal investment in science and technology. We're in a world where China and other countries are investing vast amounts in their own basic and applied research, really building on the model that we started here. And so, uh, yes, those companies have a role. They have a big role to play. But the federal government provides the light and the heat. If you don't have that, then the rest of the ecosystem falters. It's the sun to that, uh, to that ecosystem. And so we've got to make sure that the, the basic research, the discovery, uh, the discoveries that lead to not just incremental changes, but step changes uh, in science and technology are funded here in the United States, that the talent that creates it is here in the United States, and they can then go off and form those companies. That's where they spring from. What are the obstacles to advancing science and technology education here? But I guess I guess that's down at the root level here, what we're talking about. Certainly is, certainly is. And just today, a new report came out indicating that U.S. math scores of 15-year-olds have now sunk even further. They were trending down, and now they're even further down below the OECD average. We just, we just have got to turn this around. And that takes the will of the people. Um, and, and it takes leaders. Uh, Sudip mentions the stewardship role that we see and is important uh, for Congress and for uh, local and state officials. But we need leadership right now. We can't just be uh, continuing with the status quo. Um, and people who are elected to office respond to their constituents. If they say, listen, we're concerned here. We need to capture the, the potential, and there's plenty of potential in science and technology in this nation and continue to drive it forward, or we will lose out. And the real losers will be people who won't have jobs or won't have good jobs in this nation. Our security could be compromised and there'll be other prices to pay. So if we take a look at some concrete kinds of steps, what what maybe should the, the federal government be doing or state governments too? Uh, this is the this is exactly what's in the report. And so I'm going to point people to that. But let me just summarize. The first thing is we need a plan. Plan beats no plan almost every time. Uh, and so creating a plan that coordinates, not, not this top down, uh, but that coordinates our efforts amongst some of the big existential problems that we face, climate change, um, uh, food and water insecurity, good jobs. We want to make sure that we have a, we have a national strategy. We want to make sure that that strategy is well-resourced. And that means we have to make investments. Uh, we cannot fall behind our competitors around the world. Um, and then we have to make sure that, uh, and this is brought out most definitively in the survey, that we're investing in K-12 education. We've got to be able to pull uh, the talent from around this country. And that means not just Cambridge and Palo Alto, but also the Mississippi Delta, the Central Valley of California and Appalachia. We've got to be able to pull from everywhere uh, if we're going to have the talent to compete. In this divisive political climate, uh, is there much reason for optimism that something can get done? 
Well, actually, there is. The, the survey shows a strong bipartisan concern and bipartisan support. Support for doing more, investing more. Now, people understand that that means it's their tax dollars that will be invested. But they see that this is a priority. And we are talking about the future, investing in the future. We're also talking with a plan about, and this is in the report, um, check it out at sciencetechaction.org. Um, people see that it's important to have metrics to meet along the way so that we're not just hand-waving about the value of science and technology in a plan, but we check ourselves as a nation against key metrics going forward. And that K-12 math scores metric is an example of just such a metric. And there, there are others like percent of GDP, which is a good thing to look at and can be compared to other nations who have, in the case of China, for example, have made a major uh, many-year commitment to spend more, invest more in their future. It's time for us to do that once again. A wake-up call. The site again is sciencetechaction.org. Sudip and Mary, thank you so much for spending time with us. Thank you, Fred. Thank you, Fred.